Blog Talk Radio. Hallelujah. Brothers and sisters, welcome tonight to the Lord's Hour. I thank you for joining me. Thank you for being here tonight on a Saturday night when 
the whole world is out there partying and drinking and tailgating and basically you could be doing a lot of things but instead you choose tonight to be with the Lord and to be with the Lord's hour brothers and sisters um one thing I heard this week that was that was very um powerful um I heard a sister say you know and when you get insurance shalom brother Jovan uh, good evening, nice to see you Nice to see you, Sister Marietta uh, Brother Elvie, nice to be here with you, brother I love you Much love, much love to all my brothers and sisters In the chat rooms and those listening um, I didn't know I was going to get into the chat room It, it doesn't have me on there Because um, every time I, I go into the chat room It seems uh, my system crashes for some reason I don't know So I'm trying to See what the problem is here What the glitch is here It seems these days uh, Everybody's getting glitches So I'm trying to decrease any glitches From happening tonight And then after the after the teaching tonight Then I'll go in the chat room and say Shalom and say hello To my beloved brothers and sisters In the Kodeshim But anyways Let me continue on here um, Insurance you know, the funny thing with insurance, you cannot buy insurance when you need it. You got to have insurance already. You got to be covered with insurance payments or premiums before something happens, before an emergency happens, before with your auto insurance, before you're, you're, you have a car accident. You got to have insurance, brothers and sisters. You cannot buy it. When you need it You got to already be covered And that's That's uh, How I want to begin this teaching tonight Is We have to be covered brothers and sisters We have to be already In the secret place of the most high When When things When When when, when the When the um, When the dams begin to break When the water and the floods begin to come when when uh, the darkness in, approaches, when the birth pains increase, uh, when the frequencies increase, you gotta have insurance already. You gotta be insured already. You gotta have the blood of Jesus Christ pumping through your veins, pumping through your heart already. You know, a very powerful story, King David. King David loved to praise the Lord. He worshipped the Lord when he was young. He played the the the, vine, the instrument, the harp, for the Lord. David praised and worshipped the Lord. And after David worshipped, when he got a little older, and when he worshipped, after he worshipped and praised, and then he went and he warred. After David prayed and worshipped our Father, he went and then did conducted his warfare. Brothers and sisters, that's how we have to live. We have to live in repentance and then and then praise and worship the Lord. You see, repentance will get you to first base. Uh, actually, we got to begin by hitting the ball. When, when you hit the ball, you accept Jesus Christ into your heart. You get saved. You you cry out to him to save you. You, you realize that you need him to save you. My grandfather... 
before he died, the Lord took him to heaven when he had his heart attack and and when they were uh, uh, electrocuting him, uh, uh, when they had the jolts on him and they were pumping his blood with elect- when they were pumping his heart with electricity, my grandfather left his body, his spirit, and he went to heaven and he saw Jesus. And and he came back and he stopped making fun of me. He stopped making fun of my aunts and, and my cousins that, that, that believed in the Lord. And and he came back and he saw and, and he told us he saw Jesus and, and 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 he was serious and he stopped playing around and he wanted to know more of the Lord. He wanted to know more. He wanted to be ready for for when his time come that he would be ready. That if he would be ready to go with Jesus Christ. Brothers and sisters, when the time comes, we have to be ready. We have to have our insurance. We have to be praised up and worshiped up. And then we can go to war. You see, when when my grandfather uh, went to heaven and then he got saved, he got to first base. He cried out to the Lord and asked him to come into his life. When we get saved, we go to first base. We, we make a hit, right? And then we praise and we worship. No, first repentance. Once we get to first base, we begin to repent. We begin to ask the Lord for forgiveness. And then we have to praise and worship the Lord. And then as we praise and worship the Lord, then we could steal second and steal third base by by praying and wor- praising and worshiping. By praising and worshiping, we could get a hit a home run. And then once we praise and worship, then we're ready to go out and do warfare for the Lord. Then we're ready. Then we then we are his vessels going out into the world, ready to hit home runs, ready to win the game, brothers and sisters. So that's what we're going to do now. Let's let's go ahead and pray, and then we're going to worship him. We're going to worship and praise the Lord so we will be getting ready to conduct our warfare tonight. Because I believe I have a message here that, that the Lord has given me. You know, I used to I used to take hours and hours and hours and hours to prepare messages of information that the Lord has brought my way. I used to type all this stuff out and prepare it and type pages and pages and pages of information. Well, one thing I've learned is I've learned to let the Holy Spirit take over. I've learned that what the Holy Spirit wants to do, that's what's going to get done. And as I as I stop trying to control it so much and as I stop trying to prepare my way, and have a teaching and lesson that that I thought I I prepared that I thought was good. I've learned to just write down a couple notes, write down a, a couple uh, verses that I've been given throughout the week, throughout my time with the Lord, uh, a word spoken to me, a rhema word that the Lord has given to me, and, and I've just wrote that down. So I have some notes here, and I know sometimes it might not all come out perfectly. Or, or it, it might not make the perfect sense. However, I, I'm trying to decrease and let the Holy Spirit increase. Because I feel the Holy Spirit wants to give you a special message and wants to speak to your heart. Wants to go into your bone and your marrow and your and, and in, into your skeleton, into your blood, into into your very innermost being. And, and speak into your heart and, and, and plant a seed. That that will grow 
that will be watered by the rivers of living water. Lord Jesus, I come before you tonight, Lord, with the brothers and sisters from the Lord's hour, the Kodeshim, Lord Father, Yahavah Mechadesh Shechem, the Lord that sanctifies and purifies. Sanctify us tonight, Lord. Purify us right now, Lord. Right now, Lord Jesus, we come before you with humble and contrite hearts, Lord Jesus, knowing that we are made of flesh. But in us is your Holy Spirit. In us is your very presence that created the heavens and the earth. Your very presence that knew us from before time was made. Lord, we humbly come before you, Lord, with contrite hearts and spirits, Lord. Asking for repentance, Lord Father. Sanctify us and purify us from this from this flesh. Wash our robes from scarlet red to white as snow, Lord. Lord Father, I ask that you take over now this body, that you put every thought under your under the obedience to Jesus Christ. Right now, capture every thought and make it in obedience to Jesus Christ. Put every thought under your captivity, Lord Jesus. Lord Father, Holy Spirit, Yah, Mashiach, Ruach HaGodesh, release your will, release your plan right now for the Lord's hour. Release your word to the brothers and sisters of the Lord's hour as well as myself. Release your rhema word tonight, Lord Father, that we will know in the way that we shall go. That it will be a light to our path. That it be a light to our steps as we walk in this world. As we are pilgrims here on a pilgrimage in search and seek of your holy eternal kingdom that was before and is to come. And that there is no end, Lord Father. Do your will right now. We welcome you, Holy Spirit. Release your kingdom all around us, let your kingdom be in us, above us, below us. Let it go before us so that the people will see our good works and they will want to know the truth, that they will want to know the light, that they will want to know the peace, the joy, the love that this world does not give, but only you give, Lord Father. I ask right now that you will manifest your presence, Lord Jesus. Give me the gift of Give me your gift of teaching right now, Yahavah. Give me your gift of teaching so that we will all be equipped and empowered to continue on in this in this dark time, Lord Jesus. I love you, Lord. I love you, Abba Aronai. Ya Mashiach Ruach HaGodesh. I love you so much, Lord, and I thank you for this time to share with my brothers and sisters, Lord. For they can be doing anything else, Lord, but we chose, we choose you, Lord. We choose right now to share our time with you, Lord. We choose right now, Lord Father, to receive your word, to receive your rhema word. We choose right now to dwell in your presence. We choose right now, Lord, to ask for permission to come into your throne room. Lord, we ask that, that that you allow us to come into your courtyards. Lord Jesus, I bind up the accuser. 
Right now, by the bloodshed of Yeshua HaMashiach, the bloodshed of Jesus Christ, I bind up and cast out any lying spirits, any doubting spirits, any fear, any spirits of fear and doubt, any lying spirits. Right now, I bind them up and cast them out by the bloodshed of Jesus Christ. I cast them away from any of my brothers and sisters listening to this uh, message right now, to listening to this transmission right now. I bind up those lying spirits. And Lord Father, now that I bind them up and I cast them out into coffins, into shackles, and you, you, you put them deep in dry places, Lord, and put a guardian so that they will not come out until the day of judgment, Lord Father. But Lord, now that I've binded them up, I bind up the accuser that's trying to accuse the brethren, Lord Jesus, trying to say that you're no good or I'm no good or, or look what you've done or look what you did. Lord Father, we put on Jesus Christ. For he washes us white as snow. And we don't we don't have we're not a thousands, we're not thousands of years old, Lord Father. Lord Father, many have been deceived and are under de- deceptions and tricks and wickens and covens and curses, Lord. The enemy plays dirty, the accuser plays dirty, Lord. So it's not fair. Wash us white as snow, as you have won the battle, Lord Jesus. You won the battle right now, Lord Father. And I right now, Lord Father, release your Zadik Ruachem de Abaronai Elohim. Release millions and millions of legions of warring angels to war against the spiritual hosts of wickedness and darkness and principalities. Lord Father, release your Zadik Ruachem. Release your mighty, holy warring angels to, to war against them, Lord. Open the heavens all around us. Open the heavens. To everybody that's listening right now, Lord Jesus. And Lord Father, right now, any vacancies now that, that are open because we have bind up the evil ones and, and we cast them out, Lord Jesus. Now, any vacancies now, fill it with your Holy Spirit. All the vacancies right now, fill them with your Holy Spirit. Fill the vacancies, the void with your Holy Presence. We welcome you, Lord. We release your Holy Presence right now. We release it right now, Lord Father. We release your presence right now. Your Holy Spirit, your Zadikroakim de Abaronai Elohim. Lord Father, fill us with your Holy Ghost power. And we praise you. We're going to praise you now, Lord Jesus. We're going to give you all the praise and the glory, Lord. Just like David praised you and worshipped you. And you prepared him for battle. Lord Father, we're going to praise you. And worship you right now, Lord Jesus, because you are our King, and we want to exalt you. We want to praise you. We want to praise you on high, Lord. We want to worship you, Lord. We want to show you how much we love you, Lord, Lord Father, because we want to we want to put on the garment of praise. We want the garment of praise that 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 covers any uh, disappointment or or or. or, or, or or unhappiness, or despair. We put on the garment of praise, Lord, for your joy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
have a river of life flowing out of them how many have a river of life flowing out of them because the righteous man shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of living water oh hallelujah 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 thank you sweet jesus oh lord father you're so amazing lord 
Oh, Father, you're so amazing, Lord. Lord, Lord, Father, I just remember, Lord, when I first woke up, Lord, and and I realized the extent, Lord, of everything that's going on, Lord Jesus. I remember, Lord, it was it was unbelievable to 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 see what was going on um, several several years ago when I woke up, it, Lord. I was I was so afraid, Lord. I remember, Lord. And then and then as I got closer to you, Lord Jesus, because you woke me up, I asked you to. I asked you to show me what was really going on, Lord, and you did. In our secret place where I meet you, Lord, you showed me, Lord, when I asked you. And, and I didn't realize the full extent of what you were about to show me, Lord. And, and I couldn't believe it, Lord. I, I couldn't believe the extent of the mind control and the mind conditioning uh, as as was detailed in the Paperclip Project and the Monarch Project and the MK Ultra, Lord, all the satanic ritual devices and the pharmacia and the and the SSRIs, Lord Jesus. I, I felt so bad for all the people, Lord. I cried and I prayed for many people, Lord. I, I cried and prayed for all the people around me, for my family, for my friends, for my loved ones, for the people I worked with, Lord, because it was so sad. It was so sad, Lord Jesus, to see everybody, to see this this country and the state that it was in, to see the the 501c3 churches and and and, and the Levites that were put in charge, Lord. I, it was so upsetting to see what it what had happened, Lord. And it was it was and it was disheartening to see how how your your revelations, how your how your prophets of old, how how they how you showed them what was happening and how you showed them beforehand what was going on, Lord. And when you woke me up it was I was so scared and, and you brought me out of that, Lord, and then and then I wanted to tell people and then I wanted to wake people up all around me. I wanted to I wanted to share the news that of what you told me. I wanted to share the news of of, of what you had opened my eyes to see, Lord, and I remember I would go and, 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 and try to wake people up, Lord, and and nobody wanted to hear me. Nobody wanted to 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 hear what I was saying, Lord. Lord, it seemed as if people were offended by what I was saying, Lord. Lord, it, it seemed like 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 people just didn't want to hear, like they got offended, like like I was uh offending them, Lord Jesus. You know, like if the truth hurt. You know, Lord, it it was it was the most unbelievable thing, Lord, and even to this day, Lord, I I can't believe, Lord, that how how some people just they can't see it, Lord. And it hurts, and it hurted me. And I prayed, and I prayed, and I asked you, Lord, Lord, can you wake them up, Lord, please, Lord? I've tried talking to all these people around me, Lord. I've tried talking to them, Lord, Father. They're 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 hiding from me. They're staying away from me. They're calling me names. They're scoffing and mocking, Lord. They're prognosticating against me, Lord. It hurted, Lord. It was I was being persecuted, Lord, and it really hurt, Lord. And and then I. And and then I kind of got angry, Lord, and I was mad because they weren't waking up, and I was getting mad because they didn't want to hear what I had to say. I got mad, and, and and I was asking you, Lord, you know what? Just let this happen already. I got so angry, and I just wanted you to let these things happen already, and I just wanted it to already happen, you know, because I was so angry that they wouldn't listen to me, that they wouldn't hear me, that they wouldn't wake up, that they wouldn't see what's really going on. 
And then I wanted it to happen And I wanted to go to heaven already Lord And then you showed me your heart And then you showed me How how you wanted to save more people And then and then I felt bad that, that I was angry Lord it, and, and really what you showed me Is I was angry at the wrong thing Instead of getting angry at the people I, I got angry at the enemy And I am still angry at the enemy I'm angry for what the enemy has done And I'm angry for what the enemy Has 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 set up devices and, and 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 wicked uh, beast technology and and how he's using these things and this pharmacia and these chemicals and these microwaves and these all these things, Lord, how he's using them against the people, how he's using them to to steal souls, what he's doing to the children, to the innocent children, Lord. And then I realize it's like in the days when they worship Molech and they pass the children to the fire. Lord Father, and then I got angry, more angry and more angry at the enemy. And then I realized that it was not in this flesh, it was not in my flesh where I fight the battle. And then you showed me, Lord, how in the spiritual realm we fight the battle because our weapons are not carnal. But spiritual to pulling down the strongholds of the enemy, Lord. And then I remember, Lord, and then I was remembering, Lord, back in the day, and around 2003, 2004, Lord, I remember one time when I was at Broward Correctional Institution in the maximum state female penitentiary here in the state of Florida, where they housed the the lifers, the death row inmates. Lord Jesus, I remember, Lord, that time when I was walking down that hallway in the psych, in the suicide um, area, in the suicide uh, department, Lord, in the in the suicide area. I remember that night, Lord Jesus, when it was dark, dark in there, in that in that corridor, in that hallway, and I was doing my rounds. I remember, Lord, when I looked inside that cell. And I saw that female, pretty much naked. She didn't have her her suicide gown on because she pretty much had been destroyed, had been defeated by the devil. And how she had her head in the toilet, Lord. I remember, Lord, when she had her head in the toilet and she was talking in the toilet, Lord. Lord, I'll never forget that, Lord, and, and I got so angry. I got so mad, and, and I asked her, what are you doing? What are you doing? And she looked up at me and said, what? And I said, what are you doing? Who are you talking to? And she told me she was talking to her father, Satan, that he loves her, and he's talking to her. And Lord, she had her head so deep in this toilet, I, I, I didn't, I really, I, I couldn't believe she could, you know, go down the toilet, Lord. But it was, it was kind of touch and go there. What was going to happen? Because I couldn't believe how far deep into that toilet she had her head. And she told me that she was talking to her father, Satan. Lord, Yahavah, 
Yah Mashiach Ruach HaGodesh. These people believe that their father is Satan. They believe that Satan loves them, Lord. And she had her head so far in this, in this toilet, and I said, get your head out of the toilet. Look at you. You have your head in the toilet. What are you doing? What has happened to you? Well, and then she says, well, I serve. I'm, I'm talking to my father, Satan. He's talking to me through the toilet. I said, he's talking to you through a toilet? Look at yourself. You have your head in a toilet. You have your head in an area where where the most dirtiest, nastiest uh, element that comes out of a human being goes into. Where diseases, hepatitis, and all these things are just manifesting and marinating. If your father loved you so much, why does he have your head in the toilet where people take dumps? Why are you talking in the toilet where it's infested with disease, is infested with sickness and illness, right down to the pits of hell in darkness? Is that what your father has you? Is that how much your father cares for you, that he has you in this toilet, on suicide watch where you want to kill yourself, where where you don't even have enough dignity to cover your body that my father has created. I said, let me tell you something, and let me tell you something right now, and listen, and listen very clearly, because right now I can tell that your life is going nowhere but to be destroyed. And your father has stolen everything from you to the point where you want to kill yourself. He wants to destroy you. He wants to take everything you have and he wants to take your soul. And he wants to take your soul and flush it down the toilet. Just like he has flushed many souls down the toilet, down into the pits of hell. I said, let me tell you something. My father... Loves me. The father that I have created me and he created you. And he created me in such a way that he he's cared for me. He's loved me. All the mistakes I have made in my life. Yes, he has punished me and, and at times he's chastised me. But my father loves me to the point where he's never put my head in a toilet where people defecate on, where disease marinates. Okay, my father loves me so much that he brought me right here, right now to this window to look and see what the enemy has has done to your life. This is my father that I serve. This is my father that loves me. He loves me enough to tell you that he loves you. And he wants you to be a daughter of the father that I have. Because I'm up here talking to you in a normal being, in in a sound mind, normal in clothes. I'm wearing clothes. I have a career. I'm I'm somewhat successful. I, I, I I have a I have a beautiful wife. I have a life. 
you see, this is my father, okay? And my father wants to rescue you. And he wants to take you out of out of that toilet because that toilet stinks. And your father stinks. And he's a liar and he wants to flush you down the toilet. So what is what is it going to be? What is it going to be? Do you want to get out of that darkness and move into the light? Brothers and sisters, we have the rivers of living water in us. We bring life to death. We bring water to dry places. We are more than conquerors, brothers and sisters. Let me tell you something. It was about two months after that. And this was years and years and years ago, over ten years ago. About two months or maybe a month after I had that conversation with that with that female in the prison in suicide watch with her head down the toilet. She looked so dark. She looked so pitiful. She looked so destroyed. Her 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 hair was was short and looked she she just looked so horrible. She looked like like she literally came out of a sewer without any clothes on but a suicide gown that was pitched to the side of the cell. She looked so ugly and so defeated, so powerless, so deceived. About about a month or maybe two months later, I walk onto the compound, go you know, to go back to the the mental health unit and I was as I was walking on the compound something uh someone touched my my left shoulder and you know when whenever an employee walks onto the compound uh none of the inmates are supposed to touch them because that's that's kind of a, a sign that that I might get cut up or shanked or or or, or somebody might try to kill me or something an inmate is not supposed to touch you that's a sign of 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 possible danger so as i'm walking out from the uh from the from the scanner that checks the bodies to make sure i don't have anything on me as i walked out and i'm walking to the mental health unit someone touched my left shoulder and i turned around with with a pen in my hand as in a in a defensive stance ready to strike and I turn around and I see this this young woman. It, it seemed I don't know. It seemed like her hair kind of grew there too. I, I I turn around and I see this young woman and 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 and, she, and the light shined on her and and the light was just shining at that moment in time. And I look at her and I say, "What are you doing? Why did you touch me, brothers and sisters?" I didn't even recognize her. I said, why are you touching me? She says, no, 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 please, 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 I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I just wanted to tell you. I was that girl. I was that girl in the cell with my head in the toilet. And and, 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 and you spoke to me and I... And I and she said when you spoke to me, something had just hit her. She don't know what it was. It was like a light went on. And she didn't know and she didn't know what or how to embrace it or how to receive it. But all she knew 
was that she had been lied to. And when I looked at this woman, this young woman, it, it was as if life has been was breathed back into her. And she was shining and, and she said, you know, after you spoke with me, I, I, I decided I didn't want to kill myself anymore. And I went to the church service here. <laughs> and I wanted to know your father. <laughs> she said, I wanted to know your father. Because your father seemed to have the answers and and your father seemed to have loved you. And I wanted to know your father. I didn't want to have my head in the toilet anymore. And she accepted Jesus Christ into her heart. And her life was changed. And and around that time was probably around the last month or so that I was there in that in that in that stay prison because I had just about had enough, you know. I saw so much. I saw so much demonic presence and so much manifestations of the enemy that that I, I just had about enough and I, and I couldn't be there anymore, brothers and sisters. I saw things that that no one should ever see in their life, you know. And, and that got me angrier at the enemy. I got so mad at the enemy. I'm so mad at the enemy at what he's done. But you know what? Our Father makes us conquerors. We are conquerors. We have the light that blinds the darkness. We have the light that pierces right through the darkness. We have the word of the living God. We have the word of the powerful love of God that pierces into the bone. It's a, it's a double-edged sword that pierces right in through the skin, right through the subcutaneous tissue, right into the uh, right through the deep adipose tissue. It the, this this word of God pierces right through the bones, right into the marrow. And it goes deep inside the innermost being of a person. And he puts a seed and he puts a word and he waters it, brothers and sisters. He waters it with the rivers of living water. We are his conquerors. We are his vessels here on the earth. We are his Jesusites. We are the sons and daughters of God. We have to get mad at the thief. We have to get mad at the deceiver, at the liar. We have to be the victim advocates. You know, in nursing school, they told, they told us you have to be the patient advocate. Well, I say we have to be the victim advocates. Because everybody around us, almost everyone around us, everywhere we go, every place we see, there's victims that have been victimized. They have been victimized by the ancient hatred. They have been victimized by the ancient enemy of this world and the darkness. They all have been victimized. They all have been deceived. They all, many people have been destroyed. Many people have have had their 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 brains just just uh, uh, broken and and split and 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 evil has taken over. They have been victimized, brothers and sisters. The enemy knows how to victimize people. The enemy knows how to destroy the mind. The battle is in the mind. The enemy knows how to destroy them. 
However, our Lord, our Father, our Father is a mighty conqueror. Our Father is a mighty conqueror that conquers, and He gives His children, His sons and daughters, the power to conquer. He gives His sons and daughters the power to bring, uh, to make the dry places wet again. He gives us the power to bring the rivers of living water that flow through the dry places, brothers and sisters. Oh, what a mighty Father we serve, brothers and sisters. In Luke five thirty, and thirty from in Luke five thirty to thirty two, it says, "And their scribes and the Pharisees complained against his disciples, saying, Why do you eat and drink with tax collectors and sinners?'" And Jesus Yeshua answered and said to them, "Those who are well have no need of a physician, but those who are sick." I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. Brothers and sisters, he's coming to call the sinners, those that are sick, those that are ill. He's coming to call them to repentance. He's coming to heal their broken hearts. He's coming to restore the victims. He's bringing, he's going to release his Holy Spirit to restore the lives that have been victimized, brothers and sisters. That is why we have to be in alignment with the Lord. We have to be rooted. We must have deep roots, like trees planted by the rivers of water. These these trees have deep roots, deep roots. They have a deep foundation in the Lord. We have to have our deep roots planted by the rivers of water, living water. Many Christians today, they go from teachings to teachings, from videos to videos, just just listening to the latest prophetic word or the latest uh, uh, the the deve- latest developing news on what's happening in in Russia or the Middle East or or the police or or lives matter, you know they're going from videos to videos and teachings to teachings. We have to stick with 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 we have to stick with with. With 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 one teacher, with 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 one mentor, with one, with we have to stick to one, and 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 and, and stay grounded. We have to stick to the Holy Spirit. We have to stay in our holy in our in our in our secret place. We have to get deep roots, brothers and sisters. We have to set up a deep foundation. So when the time comes, we won't be as grass that withers, as flowers that just wither away. Through the different seasons, we need to be like deep roots that have been that have been given water through the years and that have grown, brothers and sisters. Because there's coming a time where we're we have to be filled with the oil. We we're not going to be able to go to the storehouse and buy more oil. We have to be filled with the oil, brothers and sisters. Oh, hallelujah. Because if not, there's going to be many casualties in this war. You see, the enemy the enemy seeks whom he may devour. And he's looking for more victims to devour. So we must be like, like trees planted by the rivers of living water. We must be in our secret place of the Most High. We have to listen to the teachings of the Ruach Hagodesh. He will teach us. We have to listen to anointed teachings. Hallelujah. 
a prayer team, be part of a prayer team, a prayer group. Hallelujah. Be part of the Lord's hour. We don't we don't ask for much here. We don't <laughs> as a matter of fact, we really don't ask for anything. All we ask is that you you come ready to receive, that you come ready to worship and praise our Lord and Father and Savior. Oh, hallelujah. Luke 10:16. He who hears he who hears you hears me. He who rejects you rejects me. And he who rejects me rejects him who sent me. I'll say that again. He who re- he who hears you, all those people you speak to, those that hear you hear me, says Jesus. Jesus is talking here in Luke 10:16. He who hears you hears me. He who rejects you rejects me. And he who rejects me rejects he who sent me. You see, brothers and sisters, there are millions of sick people everywhere around the world. And he needs you to go and give him this message. He needs you to go and be his mouthpiece. He needs you to go and be his vessel so he can speak through you. And don't let that lying devil lie to you saying you're not good enough. Don't let that deceiver say your words are not good enough or or, or or it wasn't good enough. Because as long as you're acting in obedience, as long as you are acting in faith and love, your words are his words. Have you noticed how, how sometimes things just seem so unbelievable that, that divine appointments and divine timing has happened? Brothers and sisters, when you live in the will of God, when you live in the spirit realm, everything you do is him. It's it's like he 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 consumes us. He he takes over and 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 we are his sons and daughters just like Jesus. Just like Jesus was, so are we now in this time in this season. As the birth pains are increasing and the darkness is approaching, we have to be his mouthpiece. We have to go out there and do his will. We have to open our mouth and speak the utterances that come out of our belly. We need to open our mouths and let the rivers flow. We need to open our mouth and let the rivers of living water flow, brothers and sisters. Let it flow, brothers and sisters. Don't get embarrassed. Don't get ashamed. And and as you do it more, as you practice it more and more, it'll get easier. As you practice it more and more, you're gonna see. You're gonna. You're gonna. You're gonna learn how to use the weapons. You're gonna learn how to use the spiritual gifts. You're gonna learn to flow in the ruach. You're gonna learn to flow in the Holy Spirit. Oh, hallelujah! Praise you, Jesus. First John chapter three, starting in verse seven. Little children, let no one deceive you. He who practices righteousness is righteous. Just as he is righteous He who sins is of the devil For the devil has sinned from the beginning For this purpose the Son of God was manifested That he might destroy the works of the devil I said little children Let no one deceive you He who practices righteousness 
is righteous, just as he, the Adon, is righteous. He who sins is of the devil, for the devil has sinned from the beginning. For this purpose, the Son of God, Yeshua Mashiach, was manifested, that he might destroy the works of the devil. And he has destroyed the works of the devil. Brothers and sisters, we live, those that live in the United States and pretty much all around the world, because this thing is, is metastasizing, it's spreading just like cancer. The government of the U.S. supports homosexuals. The government of the U.S. supports lawlessness. The federal government supports uh, 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 abortions, and he supports uh, um, uh, por uh, pornography. He supports drug use. He supports murder. He, he supports killing of the innocent. He supports bombing villages of people. He supports killing, uh, uh, what was the latest one? The, the hospital of the, of the uh, mobile doctors that are working with natural remedies. He, he, they bomb these places. Brothers and sisters, they support ISIS. They support lawlessness, brothers and sisters. But if you're a straight-A student, if you're a valid Victorian, if you're a soldier that has just gotten a Purple Heart or saved a child for being raped or a family member that is doing good, you're not going to get a phone call. You're not going to get any recognition. If you went and saved a whole bunch of people, you're not going to get a phone call from this government. But if you're coming out the closet and if you're doing lawlessness and they're a sodomite, you might just get a phone call from the government. And you might just get an invitation to the dark house. They might invite you and say, well done, good job. If you make a watch or if you make a, an experiment that looks like a bomb, they'll call you to the, white, to the dark house and they'll say, oh, good job. I call it dark because it's no longer light. You know, once back in the day, this, this once great nation, it was, it was never perfect. You know, people did bad things back then. It was never perfect. But in today's world, it's gotten so much worse to where this, this nation has begun, has become a habitation for demons. So you might get a phone call if, you're, if your clock looks like a bomb, if you come out of the closet as a sodomite. You might get invited to the no longer light or white, but now the, the, the house of darkness. Because the establishment is against anything of morality. The establishment is against Jesus Christ. The establishment is, is it seems to be all about Islam now. And for those that are listening, if, if you are part of Islam, for those that are listening, if, if, you're, if you're checking in here to see if this is the truth, well, I got some truth for you. I got this from a brother of mine who's who's an Iranian brother. He's an Iranian brother, and he's done some wonderful, mighty things for the Lord. I have this Iranian brother who told me that if I even search for the truth as to the roots of Islam, that I won't find it. The only way to really get the truth of how this thing started, you would have had to known an Iranian or someone or Arabia uh, that has this information That this information has been passed down To the generations To the family members through, through books that are no longer sold in the stores 
He said they also taught her who created Islam and Muhammad, a disgraced man named Solomon, from they say Iranian origin, was forcing his own banishment from the high society of Iranians. Okay, a disgraced man named Solomon from, they say, Iranian origin, was facing his own banishment from the high society of Iranians. So I would say from the elite of Iranians, this guy Solomon was being banished. They were casting him out. And Muhammad, who was also kicked out of Arabia for his beliefs, met with Solomon, who got kicked out of Iran. Solomon offered Muhammad power, prestige, and followers. He gave him an army, and he even wrote the Quran for him, because Muhammad was too stupid to comprehend anything. Solomon took out his own anger and vengeance against the Persian Empire by creating Muhammad. He taught him, he coached him, and told him where to attack the Persians. They were successful. They forced Islam on all those regions until one day the Mongols tried to make a deal with high Islamic heads. And since the jihadis were savages, they killed the reps from the Mongols' side. They killed the representatives from the Mongols' side. And Genghis Khan said... What? <laughs> Genghis Khan was beside himself and then so he gathered his Mongols, his Mongol army and taught the jihadis a lesson. He almost wiped out Islam for good. But like all the works of Satan, the destroyer, the ancient hatred, someone whispered in one of the Mongols' ears, to make him great, and all was lost again to lovely Islam. You see, brothers and sisters, the makers of Islam started off as being exiled out of the elite, out of the prestige arena. They were exiled, and they created this thing called Islam. I would say Satan showed them how to create this thing called Islam. And it was almost died out because they defeated them. But basically, Muhammad was stupid. Solomon had his problems. Um, and uh, that's where you get Islam from. It had nothing to do with God. It has nothing to do with a Savior. But it has everything to do with revenge. Revenge and rebellion. It has nothing to do with love, but all to do with hate. And that seems to be what this establishment is all about. Let's look at 1 John 3. In verse 4, whoever commits sins also commits lawlessness. Sin is lawlessness. That's what we're seeing now. And you know that he was manifested to take away our sins. And in him there was no sin. Whoever abides in him does not sin. Whoever sins has neither seen him 
nor known him. Whoever sins has neither seen him nor known him, brothers and sisters. Yes, we've all sinned. We come short of the glory of God and we repent. And we repent. But there has to come a time where we pass the repentance phase. There has to come a time where we have surrendered our life fully to the Lord. Acts 4, starting in verse 1. Now as they spoke to the people, the priests, the captain of the temple, and the Sadducees came upon them, being greatly disturbed that they taught the people and preached in Jesus the resurrection from the dead. And they laid hands on them and put them in custody until the next day, for it was already evening. However, many of those who heard the word believed, and the number of the men came to about 5,000. And it came to pass on the next day that their rulers, the elders, the scribes, as well as Annas, the high priest, the high priest, Cephas, John, and Alexander, and as many as were of the family of the high priest, were gathered together at Jerusalem. And when they had set them in the midst, they asked, By what power or by what name have you done this? And then Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit, said to them, Rulers of the, of the people of the elders of Israel, If we this day are judged for a good deed done to a helpless man, by what means he has been made well, let it be known to you all and to all the people of Israel that by the name of Jesus Christ, Yeshua Mashiach of Nazareth, whom you crucified, whom God raised from the dead, by him this man stands here before you whole. This is the stone which was rejected by the builders. This was the stone that was rejected by you builders, which has become the chief cornerstone. Nor is there salvation in any other. Nor is there salvation in any other. For there is no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved, not by Muhammad, not by Allah, not by Buddha, not by Solomon, not by New Age, not by the sun, the moon, the Ra, the Isis, the Osiris. No, no other name under the heaven given among men by which we must be saved. And at the name of Jesus Christ, demons are cast out. At the name of Jesus Christ, the demons uh, tremble. The demons run. The demons flee. By the name of Jesus Christ, Messiah, Yeshua, Hamashiach. By the blood of the Lamb, the enemy flees. They can't take it. They can't hear the name that defeated them. They can't hear the name that took back the, the lease, the deed that, that the first Adam handed over to the enemy, to the serpent. When he defeated him on the cross. The Pope says that what what Jesus did on the cross was a failure. No, it wasn't a failure. Jesus, Yeshua Mashiach, defeated the dark realm. He defeated the principalities of darkness. He defeated the rulers of wickedness. He defeated the ancient hatred 
and, and the death and the dying. He defeated death when he, when, he, when he was hung there on the cross. He defeated them, brothers and sisters. And by the name of Jesus Christ, you can cast out demons out of people. You can set the captives free. And you'll see the demons running to get away from you. Not because of you specifically, but by the power of Jesus Christ. By the anointing to break down the strongholds. By the anointing on your body, on your soul, on your being, brothers and sisters. Oh, hallelujah. What a mighty God we serve. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, sweet Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Okay, let us go to Acts 3 now, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. Starting in verse 18. Oh, praise you, Jesus. I thank you, Lord, for your holy and powerful word, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Starting in verse 18, chapter Acts, chapter 3. But those things which God foretold by the mouth of all his prophets, that the Christ would suffer, he has thus fulfilled. Repent, therefore, and be converted. You must be converted. A very a very bad thing happened in Genesis 3 with the serpent and Eve. That's a whole different story. But just know this. You have to be converted. You have to be born again. You have to go from the corrupted seed to the incorruptible. Repent, therefore, and be converted that your sins may be blotted out so that times of refreshing may come. From the presence of the Lord. I said so that times of refreshing. Who right now needs a refreshing? Who can use a refreshment? So that times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord. And that he may send Jesus Christ. And that he may send Jesus Christ. Who was preached to you before whom heaven must receive until the times of restoration of all things who's ready for a restoration who's ready for a restoration he will refresh you and he will restore you of all things which God has spoken by the mouth of of all his holy prophets since the world Began, brothers and sisters, since the world began. There's going to come a time where the Lord is going to take the head and make them the tail. He's going to take the tail and make them the head. How many feel like they've been at the tail? How many feel like they've been oppressed? That they've been under oppression? That they've been uh, put down and put put down to the very lowest? How many feel that way, brothers and sisters? Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 13. Hallelujah. And the Lord will make you the head and not the tail. You shall be above only and not be beneath. 
If you heed the commandments of the Lord, your God, which I command you today, and are careful to observe them, so you shall not turn aside from any of the words which I command you this day, to the right or to the left, to go after other gods, so you shall not turn aside any of the words which I command you this day. And the Lord will make you the head and not the tail. You shall be above and not beneath, brothers and sisters. Brothers and sisters, if you look at history, everybody who has stood up for the Lord, Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego, they did not bow down to Baal. They did not bow down to the false gods. The the ruler at the time put them in an oven, in a hot, hot oven. The fires could not consume them. The fires could not consume Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego because our Lord and Savior was with them. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they did not know what was going to happen to them. They had no clue what the Lord was going to do, but they relied on his promises. They stepped out in faith, and they embraced the love of the Lord. They embraced the power of Yah. They embraced the power of God, brothers and sisters. And they did not fear. They went, they walked into the fire. They walked into the fire boldly with promises. And our Savior stood by them and encapsulated them in his power. And he encapsulated them in his force field. And they were not harmed. When 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 Daniel was thrown in the lion's den, when Daniel was thrown in the lion's den, the lions were hungry, but our Lord shut up the mouths of the lions. Daniel didn't know what was going to happen. Daniel didn't know what was going to happen, but he he exercised his faith and his trust in the Lord, and he didn't bow down, and the lions could not harm him. And then Daniel was made... Uh, 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 he was put high up on a pedestal. He was taken high up from beneath, and he was moved up ahead. He was taken from the tail, and he was moved up to the head, brothers and sisters. Brothers and sisters, Paul, look at Paul in the book of Acts. I believe it's Acts uh, chapter 27. When Paul was a was a prisoner, Paul was a prisoner of the Roman government. He was a prisoner. He had shackles on him. And when they were on that ship, the Lord made Paul the head and not the tail. The Lord made Paul in charge. And the guards had to take the orders from Paul. And when they, did, when they didn't want to take the orders from Paul, what happened to that ship? They had problems. They had storms. They had, they had, they had fear in their hearts. Paul didn't know he was going to be moved to the head. Well, well, actually, the Lord did kind of tell him. He did give him uh, uh, the word to tell him. So Paul knew. But before that, Paul didn't know. When, when Before Paul got put on that, that ship, he was in shackles. He didn't know what was going to happen. He didn't know. Just like we don't know today what's going to happen. We've had, you know, uh, prophets see dreams and all this stuff. But, but. Do you truly and honestly know exactly what exactly is going to happen? But time and time and time again, 
They put their trust in the Lord. They put their faith in the Lord. Paul was taken from the tail and put as the head, brothers and sisters. We see it time and time and time again. He loves you. He loves you so much. The Spirit of God will never condemn you. He will never condemn you and make you feel oppressed. He will never condemn you and make you feel less worthy. He will never condemn you and make you feel like a loser, like you've lost it, like you failed. He will never condemn you. He will convict you. Yes, the Holy Spirit will bring, will bring conviction to you, but you will never be condemned. He will never condemn you, brothers and sisters. But you must decide this day. You must decide this day to be all in, brothers and sisters. Now is the time to decide. The time to be wavering is over. We're, re we're going into a very critical time right now, brothers and sisters. People are dying. Christians are being are being beheaded in the Middle East. If you ask them right now, they'll tell you they're in tribulation. Now is the time to make your calling and election certain. Now is the time to be in alignment with the Lord, brothers and sisters. Surrender your life. He's calling you. He wants to bring you great gifts. And it's not too late. It's not too late at all. It is definitely not, not too late. As long as we're alive, there's hope. Look at the look at the um the story of the um of the workers. The story of the workers, those that that started at eight o'clock in the morning. I'm just I'm just speaking for argument's sake here. I, I don't know what time they started, maybe at sunrise. Well, who knows what that is? They've they've changed the times around so much. Let's say they started at eight o'clock in the morning. The same workers that started at 12 got paid the same as those that started at 8 o'clock in the morning. The workers that came around 3 o'clock in the afternoon got paid the same that worked from the morning time. The workers that came in and decided they were going to work and they were going to give it their all at the very last minute, the very last hour, the Lord of the house gave them the reward as if they had worked all day brothers and sisters the Lord has your rewards we no longer are going to be speakers or talkers of the word but we're going to be doers of the word somebody's got to do it it might as well be you 1 John 2 28 and now little children abide in him that when he appears, we may have confidence and not be ashamed before him at his coming. If you know that he is righteous, you know that everyone who practices righteousness is born of him. Behold what manner of love the Father has bestowed on us, that we should be called children and children of God. Therefore, the world does not know us, because it did not know him. 
Beloved, now we are children of God, and it has not yet been revealed what we shall be. But we know that when he is revealed, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. And everyone who has this hope in him purifies himself just as he is pure. And everyone who has this hope in him purifies himself just as he is pure. You know, when I when I go into my secret place, I pray to Yahavah, Mechadeshechem, Mechadosh, the Lord that sanctifies, the Lord that purifies, one of the attributes of Yah. He purifies and He sanctifies. He wants to purify you. He wants to sanctify you. But right here in verse 3 it says, And everyone who has this hope in Him purifies himself. We also must take our righteous steps in hopes and attempts of trying to purify ourselves as well. We can no longer walk as the world walks. But we need to walk in righteousness. We need to walk in His love and demonstrate His love and walk in purity. We also need to learn how to stay purified, how to purify ourselves. And I'm going to tell you how to do that in a minute here. But in in 1 John 3, verse 3, it says, And He purifies Himself just as He is pure. So we also need to take some steps some steps to try to be purified and try to be righteous. You know, we can't just sit on the on the bench and say, well, you know, the Lord is just going to do it all. I'm just going to sit here and he's sovereign and he's powerful and he's going to do it. So I'm just going to sit here and and just talk about it. No, it says we need a pure we also purify ourselves so we also need to take steps you know the lord will reward the lord rewards those that diligently seek him if you are diligently seeking him you will begin to see the fruits of purification whoever commits sin also commits lawlessness and sin is lawlessness what are we seeing right now Lawlessness And you know that he was manifested To take away our sins And we're seeing lawlessness Throughout the whole world It's not just in the United States It's spreading all around the world And sin is lawlessness And you know that he was manifested To take away our sins And in him there is no sin Whoever abides in him does not sin Whoever sins has neither seen him Nor known him Little children Let no one deceive you. He who practices righteousness is righteous. That's the key word right there. He who practices righteousness is righteous, just as he is righteous. You see, there is the key. He who practices righteousness. Right now, we are listening to the Lord's hour. Right now, we are seeking His kingdom. Right now, we are seeking His rhema word. Right now, we are practicing righteousness. 
and he who practices righteousness is righteous, just as he is righteous. You see how wonderful the Lord's word is? It just, it not only shows us how to be, but it teaches us on how to be like that. What a what a what a wonder I, I just love the living word of God, brothers and sisters. Romans eight Romans eight verse eighteen For I consider that the sufferings of this present time how many are suffering right now? How many have gone through suffering? You've been trying to wake up the people, but the people are offended. You're trying to wake up your family, your family is getting offended, they don't want to see you. You're offending them. You, you seem to be a rock of offense. For I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. For I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. It shall be revealed in us. Is it going to be revealed in you? Yes. For the earnest expectation of the creation eagerly waits for the revealing of the sons and the daughters of God. Brothers and sisters, the Kodeshim, uh, my brothers and sisters, holy ones, the remnant, all of creation is eagerly waiting for the revealing of the sons of God. You see, the world doesn't know what's coming, but the Aryahavah Sebaot is preparing a mighty army. The sons of God, the daughters of God, will walk boldly to collect the harvest for our Savior. That's why I mentioned earlier we are his vessels. What is this what is this revelation going to look like when what is this how is this going to look what is the revealing of the sons of God going to look like Turn to Isaiah 60 verse 1 Arise and shine for your light has come and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you for behold the darkness shall cover the earth and deep darkness the people but the Lord will arise over you, and his glory will be seen upon you. The Gentiles shall come to your light. The Gentiles shall come to your light, and kings to the brightness of your rising. That's what it's going to look like, brothers and sisters. Oh, hallelujah. 1 Peter 2, beginning in verse 7. Therefore, to you who believe, he is precious. But to those who are disobedient, the stone which the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone, and a stone of stumbling, and a rock of offense. They stumble being disobedient to the word to which they also were appointed. 
The stone which the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone and a stone of stumbling and a stone and a rock of offense. They stumble being disobedient to the word. A rock of offense. I looked up this word offense. He is a he has become he was a rock of offense. When when Yeshua Mashiach, Jesus Christ, when he walked in the streets of Israel, of Yerushalayim, when he walked the streets, brothers and sisters, he was a rock of offense. He told the truth. People got offended. People, the, the Pharisees, the Sadducees, the scoffers, the mockers, they wanted to get rid of him. They were offended by him because he was a rock of offense. They hid from him. The the real disobedient ones ran away from him. They 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 didn't want to they they got offended uh uh because they didn't want to be near him because he was a rock of offense. The I looked up the word offense. It's uh Strong's number 4625 Strong's number 4625 which meet which meet which is scandalon which means to trigger or a trap, a trap stick, a trap, a snare, a trap stick or a snare. How many out there has ever uh, built a trap with the sticks where you put a, a stick uh, up like on, with a rope and then and then a bird comes and lands on the stick and the rope the, is, 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 is attached to like a, a, a limb or a tree? And that's the snare that catches the foot, and the snare tightens on their foot. I, my father showed me how to do this in Miami. My my father used to be a, a farmer. Uh, uh, they call them uh, guajitos in Puerto Rico. So he knew how to make these snares to trap animals. So my dad showed me how to how to make a snare back in the day, and I used to catch birds and. And pigeons and little those parrots that fly around in Miami. I used to catch them with this snare that my dad showed me how to make. So the word scandalon, offense, means a snare, a trap. So basically, Jesus was going around as a rock of offense, kind of ensnaring and trapping the people because they were stuck. In their in their iniquity, they were stuck in their disobedience, so it became a snare to them. It it entrapped them. You see, they were offended. The rock of offense ensnared them, and they were offended. Brothers and sisters, how many out there of you have tried to wake people up, and you and you have become a rock of offense? You have you they 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 stay away from you as if you're offending them. If you bring anything up, if you talk about if you talk about anything, they call you a conspiracy theorist. They they call they make names, they they scoff and mock at you. And and it's probably going to come a time where 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 people are going to be physically persecuted. I know overseas in the Middle East people are being persecuted because of their belief they they are they have become a rock of offense because the word Jesus Christ Offended the Sadducees He offended the Pharisees it, He was a snare To them 
He entrapped them. You know, when 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 I was praying to the Lord, when I mentioned earlier, when I when I realized what was happening, and I and I was warning the people, and I was warning the people, and I was warning the people, and then I felt sorry for. I, I got angry. I got mad at them, but then I felt sorry for them because they were ensnared. They were entrapped. I got I got sad for them. It, it's a sad thing, brothers and sisters. They became ensnared. You see? So Jesus was a rock of offense. And nowadays, while we're doing this, we've become a rock of offense. We're like, we're like Jesus is walking around. We're like little Jesusites. <laughs> Hallelujah. First Peter 2.9. Now let's move on. First Peter 2.9. But you are a chosen generation. Oh, no, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. Let me back it up. Hold on. Before we go there, let's keep let's keep this rock of offense, this, this snare, 1 Peter 2, 7 and 8. And let's go to Luke 21, which is one of my favorite chapters. We're going to Luke 21 in verse 34. And 35, Luke 21, 34 and 35. But take heed to yourselves, lest your hearts be weighed down with carousing, with drunkenness and cares of this life. And that day come on you unexpectedly, for it will come as a snare on all those who dwell on the face of the whole earth. It will come as a snare. Jesus will come as a snare. It says in First Peter 2, 7 and 8, He is a stone of stumbling and a rock of offense. They stumble being disobedient. Luke twenty one thirty four. But take heed to yourselves, lest your hearts be weighed down with carousing, with disobedience, with drunkenness. And cares of this life and that day come on you. When Jesus, the Messiah, the Savior, comes on you, comes down to pick up his bride, his kodeshim, for he will come as a snare on all those who dwell on the face of the whole earth. They come as a snare. You see, the Lord has to warn the masses, just like Noah warned the masses, just like Daniel warned, just like... Joseph warned, just like so many have warned throughout history of the word of God. Now it is our time to warn, just like Jesus warned, just like Jesus the Messiah warned them. And they they were offended. They they were ensnared. They were entrapped. They 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 got mad at him. They wanted to stay away from him. They wanted to avoid him. Brothers and sisters, well, now they're avoiding you. Now they want to stay away from you. Now they don't want to come near you because there's too much truth there. You've become a rock of offense, just like Jesus, just like Noah, just like many, many of of, of the chosen ones of the Lord. And when he comes, he will come as a snare on all those who dwell on the face of the whole earth. You see? Now let's move on to First Peter 2. Now, now that you know 
your position now that you know your revelation how now you know how creation is eagerly waiting <laughs> for the revelation of the sons and daughters of God now you know if you feel if people feel offended by you you have become a rock of offense first peter 2:9 but you are a chosen generation a royal priesthood a holy nation his own special people that you may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of darkness and into his marvelous light. He took that inmate female out of the darkness of the toilet and he brought her into his marvelous light. Who once were not a people, but are now the people of God. Who have not obtained mercy, but now have obtained mercy. Who once were not a people, but are now the sons and daughters of God. Who are now the chosen generation of royal priesthood. The sons and daughters of God, brothers and sisters. You are the sons and daughters of God. All of creation has been waiting for this. All of creation has been eagerly waiting for this. Don't be disappointed. Don't be dismayed. Don't feel depressed because people have stayed away from you, because people don't want to be near you, because because it seems like you have been in the wilderness. <laughs> have no worries because one day you're gonna you're gonna shine so bright. You're gonna be as the sons and daughters of God. And the harvest is gonna come and they're gonna wanna know more. And they're gonna wanna know more and they're gonna wanna get saved. And then you will be shining like the light, brothers and sisters. John fourteen twelve. Oh, hallelujah. What a mighty God we serve, brothers and sisters. John fourteen twelve, brothers and sisters. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Most assuredly, I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also. And greater works than these he will do because I go to my Father. Brothers and sisters, we're going to do greater works. It's coming. Get ready. Get ready, brothers and sisters. It's coming. And as a confirmation that you have been chosen, as a confirmation that you are part of the Kodeshim, the Holy Ones, as a confirmation, you probably have offended some people. You probably have become a rock of offense. <laughs> you see how how unbelievable this is? Oh my gosh, this is so amazing. Okay. <laughs> Praise you, Jesus. Daniel 7. Daniel 7, verse 27, brothers and sisters. Oh, hallelujah. And then the kingdom and dominion and the greatness of the kingdoms under the whole heaven 
shall be given to the people, the saints, the Kodeshim of the Most High. His kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and all dominions shall serve and obey him, brothers and sisters. I said, and the greatness of the kingdoms under the whole heaven shall be given to the people, the saints, the Kodeshim of the Most High. His kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and all dominions shall serve and obey him. And all dominions shall serve and obey him, brothers and sisters. Luke 17, Luke 17, verse 20 and 21. Now when he was asked by the Pharisees when the kingdom of God would come, he answered them and said, now this is Jesus talking, this is Yeshua Mashiach. Our wonderful, our wonderful older brother, <laughs> our Savior. This is what the enemy doesn't want nobody to know. He don't want nobody to know this stuff because this is some good stuff right here, church. <laughs> and he answered them and said, the kingdom of God does not come with observation. Nor will they say, see here, or see there, for indeed, the kingdom of God, the kingdom of Yah, is within you. The kingdom of Yahuwah is within you. The kingdom of the Creator is within you. It is within you, brothers and sisters. The Kodeshim. Oh, hallelujah. Yes, Brother Joe. I love that sister servant of God. She's she's really kind of rubbed off on me there, huh? <laughs> I tell you, it's, it's, some, it's some good stuff here. <laughs> oh, hallelujah. People, go to Jesus and put on all their requests. People, go to Jesus and put on all their requests. They go to Jesus saying, Jesus, the Bible says the kingdom is in me and I have the inheritance. So I want this inheritance right now. I want this, a new car. I want a big house. I want to get this. I need this. I need I need this, Lord. It says I have the inheritance, Lord. People go to Jesus and they, they, they put down their requests. I need one, two, and three. I need A, B, and C. Okay, Lord, you got that? You got my list, Father dear, amen, thank you. And then he says, and then they leave, and then they leave, you know. I put in my request, all right, I have the inheritance, all right, Father dear, amen, and then they leave. And then Abba Adonai, Yeshua Mashiach, Ruach Kodesh, he says, wait a minute, wait. Wait, where are you going? Where are you going? What about some love? What about some love? Can you show me some love? You know? You come to me and you ask me all these requests. All these requests. <laughs> you got your lists. 
about showing me some love? Brothers and sisters, that's why I praise and worship. That's why I try to show you. Because he wants that love. He wants that time. He wants us to go to him and say, Daddy, I love you, Daddy. Papito, papi, te amo, papi, papa. Te amo, papa. I'm going to sing you this song, Lord. Just like David. I'm going to sing you this song, Lord. You see? And then we can go to war on his behalf, brothers and sisters. Brothers and sisters, the present religious wineskin, the structure, this current structure, this 501c3, they cannot contain the outpouring that is fixing to take place, brothers and sisters. Many high places are going to have to come down. Major shifts and changes have to take place in the church if it wants to be a part of what Yeshua Mashiach, Ruach HaGodesh, is about to do in the world, brothers and sisters. Forget about religion and man's traditions and doctrines. Forget about them. They take the fun out of everything, you know? They, 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 they just take the fun out of everything. They Forget about these religions and man's traditions and doctrines. They just take the fun out of everything. In order, in order to understand this, you need to understand that everything Yahuwah does on this earth, He does through a human vessel. Angels, the righteous spirits, the Zari Kruakim, the Zari Kruakim, the Abaronai Elohim, cannot fight until we get involved in the battle. You see, we can't. They cannot fight. Until we get involved in the battle. What is the currency in heaven? The currency in heaven is faith. Exercise your faith. It will put angels to battle. It will put the Zarikro Akim Elohim to battle for you, brothers and sisters. Angels cannot get involved until we get involved in the battle. Until we, we put our faith, until we step out. And trust in the Lord. When we put our when we put our time in with the Lord, you know, like I mentioned earlier, insurance. You cannot get insurance when you need it. You cannot buy insurance right there when you need it. You have to have your insurance already before the emergency comes. You have to have your insurance already before the emergency comes, brothers and sisters, before the accidents happen. You got to have the insurance. We got to have our secret place. We ha- we got to have the blood of Yeshua Mashiach pumping through our veins, pumping through our hearts, pumping in the spiritual realm so that he can use us, so that we can put angels to flight, so that we can put angels to war against the darkness and the deceptions of this world, of the of the lawlessness in this world, brothers and sisters. It is man, it is woman who enforces the decrees of heaven. This battle is won in the spiritual, not in the flesh. You know, I used to be a prepper. I used to prepare for all these things. I used to prepare for all these things in the in the in the carnal, in the carnal mind, in my flesh mind, and I realized this battle is not won in the flesh. Can no I can't get no gun big enough. I can't get no 
no no no no car hot enough or no car uh, 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 bulletproof enough because this battle is won in the spiritual, not in the flesh. This battle, our weapons are not carnal, but our spiritual, our, our weapons are not carnal, but mighty through Jesus Christ through the tearing down of strongholds, brothers and sisters. He goes before us. He crashes through the gates and he goes before us. But we have to we have to be his vessel to 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 it says in the word of God what is what is what is what is bound in, in, in heaven is bound in the earth, what is bound in the earth is bound in heaven. What is loosed on earth is loose in heaven. What is loose on earth is loose in heaven. What is loose in heaven is loose on earth. We need to loose these things. We need to release the Zadikru Akim, Dabana Arunai Elohim. We need to release the kingdom of God. We need to unleash the power of God. We need to unleash the power of the Most High. We need to unleash Yahavah Sevaot, the, 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 the Lord of the hosts, of the hosts, of the hosts of heaven, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah! This battle is won in the spiritual, not in the flesh. The Christian who does this must not be living in sin, but be walking a pure walk with Yah. The Christian who does this must not be living in sin, but we must be walking a pure walk with Yahavah. We must have a strong faith and trust in Yahavah. We must have perseverance and persistence. One person is enough to enter heaven's courts. Our prayer time with the Father is what gives you your anointing. You see, your prayer time with the Father is what gives you your anointing, brothers and sisters. That's where we get our anointing. That's where our anointing multiplies. Our prayer time with Yeshua Mashiach Ruach HaGodesh. When we enter into the Holy of Holies, when we enter into the throne room of grace, our anointing multiplies. Our anointing builds up because there's going to come a time where you're not going to have time to go and buy any more oil. You're not, you're not going to be able to go and buy any anointing. You cannot buy enough anointing when those times come, brothers and sisters. Your lamp has to be filled with the oil. Your lamp has to be filled with the Holy Spirit, Ruach HaGodesh. You have to have been bought your insurance. You have to have your, your belly filled with the oil, with the Holy Spirit, brothers and sisters. Your anointing will multiply as you, as you dwell in the secret place of the Most High, brothers and sisters. Oh, hallelujah. But the Christian who does this must not be living in sin. But Brother Pablo, it's so hard. It's so hard not to sin. It's so hard. I can't stop doing this. I can't stop doing that. It's so hard, Brother Pablo. It's so hard. Let me give you a piece of advice, brothers and sisters. Take your eyes off of you and put your eyes on the loss all around you. It says in 1 John 4, beginning in verse 7, put this into practice and I guarantee you, you're going to stop looking at your sins and yourself, but you're going to start walking in righteousness. You're going to start walking in the Spirit when you when you start putting this in action. Let's look at 1 John 4, verse 7. 
beginning at verse seven. I'm gonna I'm gonna take some water here. I'm getting a little parched. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Okay. First John verse First John chapter four verse seven. Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God. Let me just tell you something, brothers and sisters. Love is a mighty weapon in our warfare treasure chest. Love is one of the most powerful weapons. Why God is love. Yahavah is love. When Jesus Yeshua was on this earth, he was just trying to show them the love of the Father, the love, the love, the love. He didn't fight nobody. He didn't he didn't have to shoot nobody. He didn't have to get his AK or his AR or his or his 40 caliber. You see? Love, brothers and sisters. And as you and as you act out in love, as you work out in love, brothers and sisters, your life will begin to change. Your your whole, the way you think in your mind is going to begin to change. I mentioned earlier when, when I got mad because these people were listening to me. And then the Lord showed me how the enemy has taken over their minds. This this MK Ultra, all these different mind uh, conditioning and, and tools that the enemy uses. How to break through that is through love. Be long-suffering. Our Lord and Savior was long-suffering for us. It says in James, love covers a multitude of sins, brothers and sisters. Be loved. Let us love one another, for love is of God. And everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. He who does not love does not know God, for God is love. If someone offends you, love on them, show them love. Not, and I'm not talking about no carnal, no carnal uh, type, no carnal uh, corrupted love that you see at, at you know one o'clock in the morning on HBO. This carnal uh, 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 flesh type love, you know what I mean? Okay, I'm talking about a long suffering love, just like your Savior in heaven. Long suffered over you when we were in the world, when we made mistakes, he still loves us just like a father loves their child. Their father's not going to kick them out of the house because they make a mistake. No, they love them, they're going to correct them, they're going to they're going to have to discipline them, but they're not going to kick them out the house because our Lord is long suffering, just like a father or a mother. Loves their child, brothers and sisters. This is the kind of love we need to show to everybody around us so that they will see the love and they would want to know more. They're going to want to know why. And then that opens the door where we can plant a seed, where we can plant love in their life. And the Lord will will plant that seed and they will grow into a beautiful plant, into a beautiful tree of the Lord, brothers and sisters. In this love of God was manifested toward us that God has sent his only begotten son into the world that we might live 
through him, that we might live through him. In this is love. Not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation of our sins. When we were when we were sinning, when we were making him mad, when we were getting him upset, he still loves us. That's an agape love, a long-suffering love, brothers and sisters. So beloved, if God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. No one has seen God at any time. If we love one another, God abides in us, and his love has been perfected in us. By this we know that we abide in him, and he in us, because he has given us of his spirit. And we have seen and testify that the Father has sent the Son as Savior of the world. Whoever confesses that Jesus is the Son of God, God abides in him and he in God. And we have known and believed the love that God has for us. God is love. And he who abides in love abides in God. The kingdom is in you at that point. And God is in you, and you are in God. Love has been perfected among us in this, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment, because as he is, because as he is, so are we in this world. Because as Yeshua is, because as Jesus is, so are we in this world. You see, brothers and sisters, we're, li we're living at a time like no other. You are a royal priesthood after the order of Melchizedek, just as Jesus Christ was when he was on this earth. Yeshua Mashiach. Because as he is, so are we in this world. There is no fear in love. There is no fear in love. But perfect love casts out fear. Because fear involves torment. But he who fears has not been made perfect in love. We love him because he first loved us. If someone says, I love God. And hates his brother or hates his sister or hates his neighbor, then that person is a liar. For he who does not love his brother, he who does not love his neighbor, his sister, whom he has seen, how can he love God whom he has not seen? And this commandment we have from him that he who loves God must love his brother also. Brothers and sisters, this is a this is the royal law. Um and I think oh man, I, I think in James four or James two eight, the royal law is love. So if you act out in love, it's gonna get your mind off of you. You're gonna forget about your sins, you're gonna stop you're not you're gonna stop con the 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 cycle is gonna break. The sin cycle in your life is going to break. The Lord is going to start 
purifying you and sanctifying you as you love more, brothers and sisters. Your roots will grow deep. Your foundation will grow strong if you start acting out like this in love. Because as he is, so are we in this world, brothers and sisters. 1 Corinthians 6.14 And Yahuwah and God both raised up our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and will also raise us up by His power. And God the Father, Yahuwah, both raised up our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and He will also raise us up by his power he will also raise us up by his power you see brothers and sisters there's no need to fear in this time there's nothing to be afraid of all he's asking you is to show his love so he can demonstrate his power through you he wants to demonstrate, he wants the the revelations of his sons and daughters to be revealed. The sons and daughters of God are Jesus, Yeshua Mashiach, his little brothers and little sisters. He wants you now to be ready, to get ready because it's coming a time. Where he's going to need you. Like I mentioned earlier. Like I mentioned earlier. Angels cannot fight until we get involved in this battle. He needs his vessels to get involved. Because in the spiritual realm. Is where we do this warfare brothers and sisters. In the spiritual realm. First Samuel. First Samuel chapter 2 verse 6 The Lord kills and makes alive He brings down to the grave and brings up Okay There's another um correlation there to the tail and the head and the head and the tail I'll say that again The Lord kills and he makes alive He brings down to the grave And brings up The Lord makes poor And makes rich He brings low And he lifts up He raises the poor From the dust And lifts the beggar From the ash heap To set them among princes and make them inherit the throne of glory. For the pillars of the earth are the Lord's. Yahuwah. And he has set the world upon them. He will guard the feet of his saints. I said he will guard the feet of his Kodeshim, of his holy ones. Of his remnant, of his saints. But the wicked shall be silent in darkness. 
For by strength no man shall prevail. By strength no man shall prevail. Forget about all these psyops tools, these these ISISs, these Islamses, these these all these fear tactics that they're trying to use to make the people afraid. Don't be afraid, brothers and sisters. Don't be afraid, Kodeshim. Because by strength no man shall prevail. <laughs> okay, I don't know how else to give this message that I am humbled and thankful that, that I received. I don't know how else to give this, brothers and sisters. I hope you receive this message tonight. If you have to, go back and listen to this in the archives. There's a lot of information in this teaching today. I give out a lot of stuff. And, and, and to think, you know, these are just little notes that I've written down from the time um, I'm off the air here in my time with the Lord. The same thing will happen to you, brothers and sisters. Be empowered. Be equipped. Because he needs you to advance the kingdom of heaven. He needs you to release the kingdom of heaven. He needs you to release the Zari Kruakim, the Abarunai Elohim. He's counting on us. He's counting on us, brothers and sisters. Let's not let him down. Hallelujah. You know what? Let me let me go ahead and, and, and play this here. I want I want you to really understand. I'm gonna play two songs. We're gonna play this lovely song here. And then um and then we're gonna and then we're gonna rock it out, okay? Just so you know, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna set this thing off because this is how we begin to do our warfare. We enter in with praise and worship. We repent. We repent. And then we and then we then we praise and we worship. We enter in. We enter in the throne room of grace with praise and worship. We put on the garment of praise as we enter into the Holy of Holies. And once we enter in with praise and worship, then we could do like David did, and then we go out and we conduct his warfare. And then we go out and we destroy the giants. And then we go out and we tear down the walls and the barriers of the kingdom of darkness. Oh, hallelujah. What a mighty time to be alive, brothers and sisters. What a wonderful time to be alive, brothers and sisters. You know, they wrote books about people like us. They wrote books about the people that would be here during this time. The disciples wanted to be here during this time. However, for such a time as this, you were chosen. He he foreknew you. He knew you before the foundations of the earth, brothers and sisters. So now we're going to go ahead and, and, and I'm going to play two songs here so you can fully understand because this is what I do. I play these songs and I sing them to the Lord. I pick songs that, that resonate in my spirit. That resonate in the spiritual realm, brothers and sisters. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. 
let's let's go ahead and start this one. Thank you, Jesus.
Jake Hamilton, the anthem, with a little bit of Pablo Medina on the side. <laughs> who's got royalty, brothers and sisters? Who's royalty? Who's got a destiny? Who's a, who's going to shape history, brothers and sisters? All right, there it is. Now the ball's in your court. What are you going to do with it? God bless you. Shalom. Much love. I love you. And we'll see you next. I'll be here next Saturday. Much love, brothers and sisters. Wish you all the best. And God bless you. Shalom. Keep you safe. Love you, Brother Elvie. Love you, all my brothers and sisters in the in the, in the chat room. Uh, much love, uh, Brother Joe. Much love, Heaven Bound. Mini Dona, Didi. Uh, uh, link up. Estrella Feliciano. Jesus, my rock. Mike in the PA. Mr. 2262. Hallelujah. God bless you all. Much love. Good night. Shalom. Peace.
Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord Jesus, you are holy, holy, holy God. And we thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Lord. Praise you, God. Hallelujah. You are holy, God, Lord Jesus. And we thank you, Lord Jesus, for this day. For this day, Lord, you allow us, Lord, to seek you more, Lord, and be more in your presence. Spend more time, Lord. It is better a day in your presence, Lord Jesus, than thousands out of your presence, Lord. We thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, God. We thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We thank you, mighty Lord. We thank you, mighty God. Praise you, Lord. Things are moving quickly, brothers and sisters. Thank you, Lord. I, I, I just, I'm looking at the news. Hallelujah. UN report uh, the outer uh, out, Israel and Palestinian group are equal under the law. The UN are saying that Palestinian and Israel are equal under the law. Okay? And why is this happening? Hallelujah. It's because uh, they are trying, thank you, Brother Body, they're trying to get in the two state, hallelujah, the two state solution. They want to give the Palestinian half of Jerusalem. That's what they want to do. They want to give the Palestinian half of Jerusalem. And that's why they're doing that. That's why they're coming out with um, getting, uh, praise your Lord. Getting them to to uh, telling the world that they are the same, all these uh, all these things that we heard, brothers and sisters, hallelujah, are moving quickly in the two-state solution. Uh, East Jerusalem to the Palestinians, they're trying to get a sign in as soon as possible, so that they're testing and seeing, hallelujah, international law of equality applicable to both Israel and Palestinian armed group Mary McGuan. David told the U.N. Human Rights Council in Geneva on Monday as she presented a report that said that the IDF Hamas may have committed war crime last summer. Okay, and it all, hallelujah, it is all being put together for the two-state solution for the Palestinians to have uh, East Jerusalem. Okay, uh, non-government organizations such as the U.N. Watchdog and it just gives you more information on what they're, they're, they're planning, they're doing. They are moving, they are moving, they are moving. Now, here, here is a dream of Brother uh, Mavel Castillo sent me. says, Dear Brother Elvi, Brother Zapata, my name is Mavel Castillo. A while ago, he, he says he sent me a dream, a vision from the Lord concerning the rapture of the bride through priory man. Um, I hope you have received them. The Lord has given me a revelation through a dream regarding the tribulation period that is about to unfold. This is what she says, that the tribulation period is about to unfold. Given to me on Friday, June 26, 2015, so that was three days ago, she received this word. The Lord took me in spirit to the tribulation period. Suddenly, I was in my living room at my house. I heard a, a, a potent, a potent, a very strong sound that came from outside. Then I approached the window, and the first thing I saw was a, a mountain debris, cars uh, piled up with other things. 
in my backyard uh, by my house, uh, but my house was not touched. I was separated from the great catastrophe that swept the land. And all the information I received from the Lord was through, uh, okay, so the Lord gave all the information to her mind. The mountain debris that I saw was because of the tsunami that has swept the land. So she's seen what i seen all these past weeks. And it's the part in the strong noise that I heard outside were military airplane hovering the sky where I live. Looking out my window, I saw an American military airplane, a black helicopter from the government. Also, I saw the strange-looking supersonic type of military airplane that were dark gray, that they had a very peculiar nose. The nose looked like a bird pick up a curb up like a hook. I saw uh, three of them strange-looking military airplane um, flying together and straight uh, in the line in the sky. The Lord told me now, now that we're the enemy aircraft attacking the nation, so uh, to her, right after the, the tribulation began, the Lord showed her that this nation will be attacked very soon. I think she said that they were probably Chinese or Russians. She could not tell the nation that was attacking the U.S. right after the tribulation began. Then the Trump, then he transported me to another room of my house where I saw a horrible, terrible war outside the sky. We're all enlightened by the shooting of the tank and airplane taking uh, place outside. The Lord let me know that this was the uh, the third world war that is prophesied in the Bible. He also let me know that the coming world is is going to be much worse than the world with Hitler in power. Then he transported me to a Navy ship from another nation. He didn't tell me the na- one nation. The Lord told me it was a Navy ship from a foreign nation coming to help uh, people of this nation, just like a ra- the Russians have said they're willing to help uh, Texas from Obama, okay? And President Putin has also said that he's not against the American people, but he's not in favor with the American government, Obama, he means. But from this, the nation after the earthquake and tsunami, the Lord gave me a terrible warning for the citizen of the country not to get inside any ship uh, some of them had a black agenda to annihilate people. The Lord showed me horrible scene in the dream. I saw people inside the Navy ship with all the belonging being taken outside where they at the deck of the landing aircraft. I saw female and male being separated from each other. Then I saw the male being executed in cold blood, showing them to the to the cold water of the ocean. And I saw the grasping for their life, drowning with all their belonging. It was terrible. I think the female were spare. I don't know for sure, but I, I seen them in the water. The Lord is sending a warning, alert. Don't put your, your food trust on ship that are coming to hell. For some of them are coming with a very and dark intention. Brother, I will take this dream to the Lord, confirmation of the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. So here it is, brothers and sisters. The reason uh, the reason I'm reading this 
is because, um, thank you, Lord. The reason I'm reading this is because of all the dream, hallelujah, that are, that, are, that the Lord is giving his people and more and more and more. So as people keep sending them in, I'm going to keep reading them, brothers and sisters, because uh, I start reading them and I, 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 the presence of the Lord comes on me right away. Thank you, Lord. And I tell you, uh, these are these are word of the Lord, revelation of the Lord that cannot be put away. Shalom there, Hasmama. And they cannot be put off. Amen. Sometimes I like to uh, say, it, say it in my own word, but it's better for me just to read them, brothers and sisters, because they're, they're powerful words. And they're warning to the nation, to the world, warning the people need to hear. Uh, uh, judgment is coming. The tribulation is at hand. It's closer than ever. There's no going back, brothers and sisters. We're only going forward. We are not going back at all. So the word of the Lord to us, amen, just as a reminder, we want to always be reminded of what the Lord has said in his word in regard to what is coming. Thank you, Lord, because we need to be reminded, especially uh, uh, when the days approach us as the Lord, we need to be in the word, hallelujah, reminding ourselves, hallelujah, of the judgment to come, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, hallelujah. Praise you, Lord. Hallelujah. Now, uh, uh, Luke seventeen twenty said, When he was demanded of the Pharisee, when the kingdom of God shall come, this is the question the Pharisee had. He answered them and said, The kingdom of God coming now with observation. Amen. So at this time, the kingdom is not coming with observation. Like, uh, observation is something that you're looking at. Amen. Neither should men say, Lo here, Lo here or Lo there. Here it is or, or there it is. For behold, the kingdom of God is within you. What God is doing in our life, it, do, he, it is happening in the inside. Brothers and sisters, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So uh, I tell you something. It's going to happen. Brothers and sisters, that's why now the bottle, the spiritual bottle, is intensifying. The enemy uh, is sending his army out with more uh, uh, eagerly to destroy, with more desire to destroy. But greater is he that is in us. So now we have to fight more. We have to be, my goodness. Thank you, Lord. Verse 22. And then he said unto his disciples, that The day will come when you should decide to see one of the day of the Son of Man, and you should not see it, talking to them. Hallelujah. They should decide to see one of the day of Jesus, of the Son of God, and they will not see it. Hallelujah. And then they shall say to you, Behold there, and behold there, but go no hither, neither follow him. For as the lightning that lighted out of the part of the heaven, under the heaven, shine unto the other part of the heaven, so shall the Son of Man be in his day. You see that the Lord, uh, the rapture is not what people think. The rapture to God is a special day. So is the second coming. The rapture happens in the cloud, uh, like a thief in the line. No one see the thief. No one see the Lord. We meet the Lord in the cloud. 
But it's a, it's a special gathering, brothers and sisters. It's a special gathering. That's what the rapture is. It's very important to God. It's very important to Jesus. Very important to the Holy Spirit. So it has to be very important to us, brothers and sisters. I said it's important to the Lord. Verse 25. But first must be he suffer many things and be reproved of, his, of this generation. Thank you, Lord. So when he said of himself, remember that, that the sheep is not, the servant is not greater than the master. So when he talk about suffering of himself, that also means that we're going to suffer before we go home in the rapture. There's no easy way out of this, brothers and sisters. There's no easy way out of it. We're going to suffer. And many people wonder, why would the, the righteous suffer? Why do we have to go through these things? Amen. Heaven is such a great, valuable, and important place to be, or, wants, or that you, we want to go. It is that special place of God. Amen. And we have to be approved, reproved and approved by God. Hallelujah. And it says, that be, uh, uh, but first must he suffer many things and be reproved of this generation. Amen. So it's a, it's a constant test the Lord went through and has walked with God. And as an example to us, Jesus is an example. He is our teacher. His, not only what he says is a teaching, but what he did, what he went through is also our teaching. Thank you, Lord. Help our, our work today. Verse 26. And as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the day of the Son of Man. What happened in the days of Noah? Well, before Noah went into the ark, he was a preacher of righteous, righteousness. He preached. He told them about God. He told them about the, the, the water that was coming, the destruction that was coming, the end of the world. He told them. But only A got saved. He was not a poor preacher. He was a great preacher. But it, it, comes, to the, it comes to the moment, it comes to the time when we can say as much as we can say. Noah did not have less of the Holy Spirit than you and I have. Brothers and sisters, he had, he was full of the Spirit. And he preached with power. He preached with anointing. And so did Jesus, only had 12 disciples following him. Thank you, Lord. But it comes to the time where we warn and we warn and we warn and we pray and we pray and we pray. And it comes the moment when God says, enough, 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 enough. And that's where we're heading to. We're heading there now. We're heading to that same moment when God says to Noah, get your family and yourself into the ark because I'm going to bring my judgment. And Noah had nothing but to say, okay, Lord, amen, Lord. And he went in with his family after he brought in the animal. And there was nothing else Noah can do. And the bride is going to get to that day. To that timing, was there nothing else we can do? That's why we work while there's still light, while there's still day. That's why we're working, brothers and sisters, because it's going to come the moment. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. It's going to come the moment where we cannot work anymore. It's going to be it. Thank you, Lord. Brother Calvin, Brother Aaron, welcome to the Lord Tower. Thank you, yes, thank you so much. Thank you so much, Brother Alvi. Thank Amen. you so much. Yes, I'm 
I'm here with um, with the stuff. Yeah, brother, brother Calvin, you you gave a lot of good warning, the uh, revelation the Lord has given you. You spoke about uh, close judgment to come. And can you come on and share what the Lord has been revealing to you about the soon judgment to come and all that, please? Oh, yes, Brother Elvie. Thank you so much. God bless you. Um, Yes, the Lord has been revealing to me. He's been letting me know that right now in this time, it's like he has shown me that there is no going back anymore, that time time is up and this is it. He's been revealing to me clearly that it's like people are not, I mean, a lot of people are not repenting because, you know, it says in his word that, you know, if people will repent and pray and, you know, change from their wicked ways, then, you know, God will, you know, he's going to delay. Sometimes he delays the judgment. Sometimes he will change his mind. And, you know, if there are evil things that God is about to bring on the land, God would, you know, would stop it. He would not, you know, he would not let it happen anymore. But the Lord has been showing me that this nation has been very stubborn. He's been showing that the world, darkness and sin has been increasing so much, and people have not been listening to the warnings. God has been crying out. He's been speaking to so many people. He's been letting so many people understand that the judgment that is coming is so great, and if they don't repent and if they don't become holy, you will have no choice but to destroy because God's spirit is holy, and it is against sin. It is against evil. And what the Lord has been revealing to me now, that it's it's like sin is increasing. People are moving forward in evil. There's just some people that are just very, very stubborn, and people are rejecting God's word. There's more evil increasing. So many people are just disobeying the word of God. So many people refuse to listen. So much evil is increasing, and he's confirmed to me that the judgment will happen no matter what. It's going to happen. And he's been revealing to me that, you know, he said it in his word. He said it in the Bible, in the book of Revelation. And, you know, God is not a liar. Every single thing that comes out of God's mouth, it will come to pass especially the word that he's written in the Bible, it will all come to pass. So he's shown me that no matter what people do, no matter what happens, the word that has come out of his mouth be fulfilled. And the judgment, as he has spoken, he spoke these things through so many prophets, through John, through when you read the Bible, so many prophets spoke about the judgment. And the Lord has confirmed and revealed to me that right now where we've reached, there is no going back. It's coming, it's coming, and nothing is going to change God's mind because he has said it, and he's revealed to me that every word that comes out of his mouth will not return void. Every single thing that the Lord has spoken will come to pass. And he's been revealing that so many people have been so stubborn. So many people are still not repenting. So many people are not listening. And he shows me, I feel his anger. I feel sometimes I feel his wrath when I pray. Sometimes when I wake up, I could just feel the sadness of the Lord, and, and, and I can just feel the sadness, and it just shows me that it hurts him, you know, the Lord doesn't want anyone to be punished, he doesn't want anyone to be hurt, he doesn't want to bring judgment, but he's a holy God, and if people refuse, if people will disobey him, if people refuse to obey his laws, then he has no other choice but to bring judgment, and it's shown me that we are moving forward into the judgment, the judgment is coming no matter what, so people shouldn't really pray for the judgment not to come, because, I mean, you could pray 
you know, just pray that God's will be done because what has shown me that in the Bible he has spoken that the judgments will come. And, you know, the judgment that he's spoken of will come. The tribulation will happen. So what he wants people to be praying for is that, you know, everything that happens, it, it brings glory to God. Everything that happens, God will use it to save people because God is doing all this because of his love. You know, some people don't want the judgment to come, but right now the Lord has shown me that, the judgments will come no matter what, because I know some people, you know, a lot of people, I mean, we're all not happy when you see the world getting destroyed. We're all not happy when you see people dying. But the Lord has confirmed to me that it will happen. It's like no matter what happens, no matter how many times people will cry and say, Lord, don't bring judgment, don't do this, don't do this. The judgment the Lord has confirmed to me will come no matter what. So what the Lord wants every single person to do in this day, what the Lord wants all of his children to do is just to be ready to leave the world. Because the Lord has shown me that um, just like in the time of Sodom and Gomorrah, what he did was some people, you know, have are very stubborn and, you know, they have you know, their their own will, and they want to do what they want. They don't want to listen to the Lord. They will not obey what God wants. And there are some people that are willing to obey, you know, like Lot and his family. So the Lord did show me that those that will obey, the judgment is coming no matter what. But for those that will listen to him, he will rapture them and he'll bring them out. He'll keep them safe. He will let his angels take charge over them. His hand will be over them. And although the judgment is coming, although the darkness is going to be everywhere, just like the time of Moses in Egypt, when, you know, the spirit of, you know, the plague was released, the death, the spirit of death was released, and God had protected his people. His hand was over his people. The Lord is just showing that his hand will be upon his people, but the judgments will come no matter what. So everyone just get ready and also to get Get your family members ready if there's any way you can. Pray and fast, you know, for your brothers and sisters. Right now, Lord, even, he's even showing me revealing, even through some of my other brothers and sisters, that even fast sometimes for people that you don't even know. If the Lord shows you that this person is of God and this person is struggling, then even fast for them because this judgment that is coming, it is so strong and it's so great. It is so immense. It is, it is, it is so huge and it is so awful. Sometimes the Lord lets me feel it. It's like, it's, it's so horrible. Sometimes I, I, I can't even eat. That's how horrible the judgment is. It's such an awful thing. It's sometimes just when I just see it in dreams or, or even in, 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 even in visions. It's so powerful and it's so great. And it is coming. The judgment the Lord is showing me that we're moving forward into it. It is coming because some people are being disobedient. So many people are rejecting the word of the Lord. And the judgment will come. It will come. And it's going to come, and it's going to. So many people are going to be surprised. So the Lord wants just everyone to just stay in repentance, because the judgments will be happening. They are coming now. Like the Lord has been confirming to me that they're coming, and you know, no one knows the day or the hour. Only the Lord knows. So it's best to just stay ready, because you have nothing to lose when you surrender everything to the Lord. Because for those that don't want to be judged by the Lord and are you know obeying Jesus Christ and are living a holy life the hand of God's protection will cover them. The hand, the hand of God's protection, God will send his angels into every one, of, every one of your homes, those that are true to the Lord. God will keep all of them safe. But for those that are being rejecting God's word and being stubborn, 
a huge judgment, a great judgment is coming. And the judgment is going to be in so many different forms. There's going to be volcanoes. There's going to be in so many different forms. Some people are just going to be surprised at the kind of judgment that will be coming into their place. And when it happens, you're going to be stuck wherever you are. When it begins to start, if you're living in New York, you're going to be stuck in New York with the things that are about to happen. If you're living in Florida, wherever you're living, you're going to be stuck there. That is why if you need to go to the Lord and let the Lord show you, if you want you to move to a place, you move there now and you get ready. Because once it starts, you won't even have a minute to even move out of the place. Judgment is coming. So everyone, everyone be ready. Be ready and be ready Amen. in holiness and repentance. I want to also say this, brother, that uh, this Catholic woman from, from Miami, uh, she got a dream to move out of Miami to the north, and they own a house. They immediately put the house for sale. They came up to the north looking for a place to move because the Lord spoke to her in a dream, move out of Miami, destruction is coming. Now, she's Catholic. She's not Christian. Now, you hear, you see people... People, even religious people, uh, Catholic in different religion, they're obeying God through a dream. They're running out of there, out of Miami, because of the destruction that is coming. And a lot of Christians are hesitating. And we were wondering, why are Christians hesitating when other people can simply hear the voice of God and run? Run to the, run to the mountain, run out of Miami, okay, or run out of New Jersey, or run out of New York, you know, this brother from, from New York, I remember uh, he, I brought him here on the Lord's Tower. He said uh, 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 that the Lord showed him that, that the tsunami is going to hit his, his house in, in New York, where he is. And he immediately planning to get out of there. He's get, getting ready to get out of here, praying, Lord, okay, I need to get out of here. The Lord showed him, if you stay there, that place is going to be destroyed. It's going to be underwater. So a lot of people are hard to obey, hard for obedience. We need to be sensitive, brothers and sisters. We need to be sensitive to the Lord, sensitive to the Spirit. And if he's telling you and I to get out, we need to get out. If he's telling you to move, you move. You don't put it off. You you pray. You got the Lord talking to you. This is there's not a man talking to you like me or someone else. The Lord talking to you directly through a dream or a vision. You know the Lord is the Lord. So you move. Like people in California. People in California may get a dream, vision from the Lord. The Lord is speaking to them. Move out. Move, move out of San Francisco. You're close to San Francisco? Move out. The Lord himself is telling them to move out. Now, you got people going around asking for confirmation. This and this and that, but the Lord is speaking to you. You obey the Lord and you move. Brothers and sisters, it's very important that we are, we are more obedient than willing to do sacrifice. You may ask people, let's do a day of fasting. They say, okay. But when it has to do with obedience, it's something that people don't, don't make the decision right away. It's something they hesitate immediately. But the time, time is so short, brothers and sisters. Now is the time the Lord has spoken to me about doing Monday fasting without food and without water. We've been doing fasting without food, but with liquid. Now, the Lord told me to start doing it without Mondays out of three-day fasting. Brothers and sisters, I someone loves the communication there. Uh, Monday, I hope everyone else can hear me. And if you if you can hear me, give me a one, please. Thank you, Lord. Uh, Sister Marietta said that she had no audio. Thank you, Lord. But the rest of the people, I believe they can hear me. 
Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Amen, brother. Thank you, Lord. So, thank you. So, I tell you this, brothers and sisters, the three-day fasting that we're doing every week till the rapture, till the rapture, okay, it's a corporate fasting. The the body of Christ together, people in Africa and everywhere in the world, we're doing this fasting, three-day fasting, Monday. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.